it's six o'clock it's monday it's time for the joke workshop here on mutiny radio.fm in sf and i'm excited this is how the joke workshop works uh, a lot of people are here today and that is great some comedians will be getting comments like your first comedian and you take notes and be real specific and remember if you're gonna feed someone a shit sandwich make the bread taste good nice toasted brioche bun on top little bit of mayonnaise and then tell them the truth uh, but again be specific and there's a microphone at the front uh, to give comments and then also one back here so uh, hey everybody cool our first comedian he wants comments so get out your pen and paper take notes and put your hands together right now for a JDA how you guys doing you guys comics no, you guys are just just fucking supporting supporting open mic comedy. I like that. Uh, this is gonna be fun. Um, my name's Ajay. Uh, I'm a cancer survivor. Just uh, just a heads up, yeah. Uh, and my ex is crazy. She fucking. Now I'm just joking. I actually had a large B cell, non Hodgkin's lymphoma. So it's not a joke. I do. I actually did have cancer. Yeah, I uh, already forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm really getting the mileage out of this Make-A-Wish shit. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's the move with this. Actually, my Make-A-Wish was to go to a trip on... Uh, my Make-A-Wish was a week-long trip in Hawaii. Yeah. My first, like, request was if I could, like, not get cancer again. But then the doc was just like, good one, buddy. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm touching every sea turtle ever. Yeah. Um... Yeah, my my uh, my cat actually died when I was on uh, when I was going through cancer, which uh, what an asshole, right? It really stole my thunder there. But uh, also, like, I hated to do it because I was really bored and I had to fucking pass the time somehow. No, okay, I didn't actually kill my cat. Um, yeah, my my neighbors actually killed my cat. They 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 had like antifreeze in their backyard and like he like he just he just ate that shit because apparently antifreeze is delicious. I'm not I'm not gonna run that test, but uh. Yeah, my parents were like, "How could this like, could this happen?" Like they were so devastated, and I was like, "Maybe he wasn't an outdoor cat, you know? Maybe, like, cause that is like the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard. He he chewed rat poison on grass. <laughs> like maybe either he was an, he was an out, outdoor cat or he was like the dumbest cow I've ever met. Cause like I've never heard of cat cats grazing. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I actually think about like every now and then I think about like maybe like he had to die so I could live, right? Like he gave one of his nine lives so I could survive, cause like I I, I do really like uh, tuna now and like I like my asshole every now and then. But uh, I'm actually into eating ass, so maybe like I could tie that in somehow. All right. You guys are watching this happen. Montre's just chilling in the fucking cut. What's up, man? Um, moving on to shit that's not cancer related. Uh, don't you guys think that like. Online dating has kind of ruined the meat cute, like that that concept of a meat cute. You guys know what that is? Like a meat cute is. It's like it's like just basically the idea that like there's this fairy tale love story where you just meet your significant other at like just one of your common interests. Like you go get coffee, you order the same shit, and like oh damn, like let's have kids, right? And like I think online dating has kind of ruined that because now any meat cute that's actually successful either had to have been planned or it's just some creepy dude stalking, right? Like imagine like meeting your significant other in traffic, like like I I want to interview that couple and see what how that goes. I want to interview them separately. Like the girl's like, yeah, the object in the mirror that was closer than it appeared, love. 
Oh, and then you just interview the guy and he's like, ah, I followed her for two hours. You know, I was, wor I was late for work, but that's just what you do when you see a girl with a perfect nose. Right. Or like they met at a bowling alley. She's like, he was about to split and leave this old turkey in the gutter. And then you interview him. He's like, I just fucking love feet, dude. She had a, she's, oh my God. Bowling shoes. Fuck that shit. I love, lo she just, she just happened to be at the right place at the right time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Kind of took up a lot of time talking about my dead cat. Um, that's okay. I'll, I'll I'll end with the joke about uh, cost of living's going up. I don't think gentrification's like a good thing, right? But I I'm kind of excited for it because it like the gap is getting wider. So eventually we're gonna get we're gonna get some millionaires getting gentrified out of their houses, right? That's gonna happen. Or just like a fucking billionaire just touring a like a s apartment suite like. This is a beautiful place, and like, oh, oh, look, honey, like, there's a, they have a labradoodle. That's adorable. And then he just turns to the owners, like, yeah, you're gonna have to move that out because I'm bringing my ocelots, and they don't eat peasant food. All right, you guys can chill. I'm gonna head out, or I'm, I'm gonna stand right here. A JD, everyone, yay! Oh my gosh, you have so much confidence hey. today. That's so amazing. Yeah, hold on, Jared, just one sec. Your confidence was so great today. You were so like. It's like a whole new. Jay, did you get laid this weekend or something? No, like you no. seem I like you really came nice in with shit, a. Actually, maybe it's here. the poop and you you killed it. Um, I feel I feel clean. It, well, you you worked. Yeah. It was great. And the the cancer. Of, I I love that you brought up the cancer stuff because it's so personal. And did you really have a wake up make a wish for realsies? Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I'm so glad you're alive. And um. Yeah, I, I didn't even say that. I was like, I was 14. I was like in fucking high school. Yeah, it was like half your life ago. Not yeah, even. Yeah. Um, and antifreeze is sweet. I learned that in um, high school chemistry. It is, okay. And I would change the joke about, you said his gave his life, all he gave all nine lives. Gave all nine lives. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because then, then yeah, you yeah. can do the cat food joke because the cat food's called nine lives too, I think. Oh, okay. Isn't it? Right. I don't know. And um and that was uh that was great. You just, I loved your, all of your confidence. Yeah. He's confident because he did get laid. <laughs> he did. He did. You no, were great <laughs> last night. You were great. Yeah. Uh to tell everybody. They they just walked in from town. Like from out of town. From town. <laughs> Listen, the shit was really good, okay? I'm, I'm still yeah. recoiling. We are public. Yeah. Okay, dude, Anyways, dude. all right. So for your dead cat joke, you like you could call yourself like a giant pussy. Okay. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, hanging fruit, but the fruit still is there. Yeah. Okay. You are what you eat. Yeah, but and I'm also an uh, with the ah. gentrification bit, you know, you can be like trillionaires are gonna gentrify billionaires. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, also that like that music writing is kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I it. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. I like it. Appreciate that. All right, is this my guy? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Um, I think a fun line. I think the Make a Wish cancer stuff is interesting. I think a fun line you could do pretty much like anywhere you're performing. But like, I got Make a Wish. Like, this is actually my Make a Wish right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, like organizations kind of underfunded these days. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, that could be fun. Uh, I think the line, also, you said, uh, I know what you were going for with the, like, oh, my ex was just crazy. It's like, my ex was like, that. that's supposed yeah, to be like, she, like her, scorp her fucking um, astrology thing was yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think that's kind of, 
that's like a good line, but I'd say like my ex was born in October or like just say whatever month that the cancers are born in. And that way it kind of leads people to like make that jump on their own in a way that'll make that line funny. Um, and then I thought the, the line about, um, Cause you're like, Oh, I asked the doctor. I was like, can I just not have cancer? And then you kind of like pretty quickly went into like the Hawaii stuff. Yeah. Give that. That's funny. Give that some time. Like I just not have cancer. And he's like, ah, this guy, <laughs> okay, like, okay. you know, just give, give that. that a little bit of time. I think no. that's a good line. Okay, okay. But yeah. Um, Appreciate that. Yeah. Write your dick with this. Uh, <laughs> great. Yeah, that works too. Great. So, um, uh, so I'll just say every time you go into the cancer stuff, the first thing I look at is like you have a great head of hair. So yeah, I don't know yeah, if there's, yeah. I'm sure you have a joke on there or something, but like I, every yeah. time you say it, like that's where I look. I'm like, how yeah. the fuck did he have cancer? <laughs> so I mean, there's there's probably some there. Yeah, so. no, that's, that's a good point. Clap. I have cancer of the face still. So oh, that's cute. Uh, Copy yours together, everybody, for a J. Yay! <laughs> that's how the joke workshop works. All right, your next comedian is not getting comments, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't pay as ardent attention to him as we do everyone else at the Joke Workshop. Put your hands together for Brady Pearson. Yay! Hello. How are you? How is this room? How are we doing today? It's the most exciting time of the year, you know? Um, does anybody know what time of the year it is? Does anybody know how excited? And Pride, thank you, thank you. And how do we know it's Pride? Anybody can? It was amazing. Okay, so I was sitting there because, you know, I really love the fact that I'm sitting there on LinkedIn. And this is just a real story. I love the fact that I'm on fucking LinkedIn. And seriously, it was like it was in the middle of the night because I was up. And all of a sudden, just ping, June 1st, they all turned rainbow. It's like, oh, my God, because I know that you really just care about me and my people. It's so generous of them, isn't it? I'm so excited. And also, I was very excited to hear about my two favorite things. Well, one of my favorite things, which is ass-eating. And um, thank you for that. That is, it's, it's the breakfast of champions for most people, I think. I guess I'm, I'm just turned 52. Very exciting, right? I mean, I am so old that I was born a crime. Did you all know that? This is also your gay pride history thing, right? So in, we weren't legal until 2006. So if any of you were are queer before, and you were born before 2006, you can join the club. And I'm also very excited because, you know, among the other rights that are going to be removed, I mean, we're up for abortion now, right? I'm so excited because now it gives gay men an opportunity to stand up in a way that we haven't been able to. And this is for you guys out there, okay? I want you to know that if there's that load that you don't want to get a girl pregnant with, I will take it for you. It's because I care, you know what I mean? I mean, I am so old, I have probably swallowed some of your siblings. You're welcome. You didn't want that anyway. Oh, and by the way, your dad was great. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I'm really excited about all this stuff. I mean, like, and I've also been sucking cock for so long that I, thanks for asking such a question. How many miles of cock have I sucked? Well, let's see, the average cock is what? Your, yours is six? A half a mile? That's definitely a man doing the measurement there. So we're going to try to do real math. Let's stay within a few, the real inches, right? So six inches up, one down, that's a foot, 5,480 feet or in a mile. And then I kept doing the math and doing the math and doing the math. I was like, okay, 108,000 odd feet is 26 miles, which is a marathon. 
which explains my last weekend. Um, and I always wonder, like, what if we had something like a cock Olympics, right? Because my mother said, you should always do what you're good at. I said, okay, so what kind of sports would we have at a cock Olympics or fag Olympics, right? I was thinking one we could have would be synchronized fisting. I slipped and ah, missed that one. Thank you. And because it's pride, I want to leave you with a little song called Little Orphan Fanny. And it goes a little something like this. Your son will come out tomorrow. Better be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay and he won't be lonely. All jizz on his chin, he'll grin and say, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom tomorrow. It's only a gay away. Happy Pride, everyone. I'm Brady. Yay, Brady. Yay. Unsolicited tag, but because it's not the Olympics anymore, but it's World Cup this year. World Cup soccer is happening. And so I feel like you can translate your your cup Olympics into World Cup balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all there's hot guys. There's all I mean it just it's there you go. Everybody, Brady Pearson, yay! yay. All right, get out your pad and paper. Uh, your next comedian, he's so lovely. He's staying with us this summer. He's from Vermont, and it's like he's at summer camp, comedy summer camp. Yay! Put your hands together for Charlie Moore. What's up, y'all? Some of you guys have heard some of the jokes. Basically, just going to be trying a bunch of random stuff that I wrote today. Uh, let's pull up the picture. First part, you guys have heard a little bit. But I was a weird kid growing up. Anybody else here? Weird kids growing up? Your hand's not up. I had a growth spurt. Mess with me now. Yeah, I grew up. Um, but one thing that I learned that really helped me break out of my shell is that the easiest way to seem cool is just to do things to the side. For instance, if I want to seem cool to you guys on the stage right now, I do that by taking my head, putting that to the side, taking my mouth, putting that to the side, putting my foot to the side, and then leaning to the side and talking to y'all like this. What's up? How we doing? Um, if I want to seem cool to one specific, yeah, skip that. When I go to parties, I was always the weird kid <laughs> who'd hang out by the wall. I'd hang out by the, I'd just hang out by the wall. But I realized I can seem cooler if I just lean to the side and do like this all night instead. Yeah. Um, and then like when men in middle school first learn about what coolness is, young boys learn that to seem cool as a man, all you gotta do is put your hat to the side, put your backpack to the side, and then take all of your naturally occurring emotions and push those way to the side. We can't have that. <laughs> and when we first learn about masculinity too, men don't meet in the middle. Men say, bruh, catch me outside. <laughs> yeah, men don't do that. And I also realized that like coolness equals asymmetry. Because when you're bullying the kid in middle school, maybe me, and you're saying that they were not cool, you'd call them a square. So coolness, yeah, skip that one. <laughs> uh, I took a trip to the south recently, and I realized that people there, I kind of found that like the whole racism thing, it wasn't true. In fact, I found southern hospitality to be a very real thing. Like one guy, he, they just came out of their way to offer me directions without me having to ask. Like one guy came over to me and he says, son, looks like you're in the wrong town. 
so kind of him to offer me directions. It was awesome. And I said, hell, tell me where I should go. And he said, you better get on the road over there. <laughs> yeah. He said, son, I let, but then he told me, son, I don't see you as a black man. In fact, I like to focus on the better half of people. So I see you as a human being. Better half. <laughs> Pro tip, though, if you're trying to use Tinder out there, take down the photo of you wearing a Colin Kaepernick jersey that's on your photo. <laughs> You'll get way more matches. <laughs> and two, we don't, give, like, the we don't give the conservatives and stuff a chance to kind of say their voices and stuff. You got to hear them out. Like one guy said something. He was like, the silent majority will rise again in the face of injustice. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm born on the same day as my mom. And to prove it, I actually have a tattoo of our birthday to prove that. Yeah. And I'm, the unfortunate thing is that unfortunately, the whole twin telepathy thing still applies over the course of that multiple years because we're on the same birthday. Like one time, my mom was like, Charlie, what are you doing? Homework, mom. Then why the fuck are we both high right now? Yeah. Um. I'm always scared of going skydiving because I realized that at some point every skydiving instructor has to give like their first skydiving lesson tandem at some point. And I don't want to be the first one. And I also don't know if they tell you this before the lesson or after. I feel like they tell you this after the lesson. Like afterwards they're like, just to let you know, that was actually my first time. And you're like, I can tell we're laying in a puddle of blood. I was like, man, I was having a great time. It was so fun. But then that fall really broke my high, man. <laughs> All right, some of these worked, some didn't. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Yay, Charlie Moore. You stay up there, Charlie. Whoa, stay you up here, champ. Oh, you yeah. stay up there. Okay, so when you're talking about, like, how the southern white guy doesn't see you as a human being or a black person, you need to be like, I don't see you as a black person. I see you as a human being. Well, three fifths of one, anyways. Uh, <laughs> there's all kinds of opinions. Um, I liked I liked your square thing um, because it it harkens back to a square being not cool from when I was little. And mm -hmm. then a square has four sides. I don't know if like yeah. four sides equals two all the way around. So you're you've You've negated the coolness of side or something? Yeah. I don't know, but I liked your square. It was trying to be like asymmetry slash side, the middle. Yeah, I don't know. There's something there. I miss when you used to say skydiving. Oh, yeah. I was just doing new jokes. Then. Oh, you're yeah. just doing new stuff. I just, I'm sorry. I just missed that from the book yeah. <laughs> And Colin Kaepernick, speak your truth. Okay. So um, first, one of your parents is white, right? Uh, No, they're both my skin tone. Oh, I thought you had a white parent. Oh, well, never mind. Um, because <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I, I feel like maybe someone, maybe some other khaki colored dude had a joke about a white parent, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking the better half was like they were saying, like, I only see the white half of you, that's why I don't see the yeah. black man. And then I don't even think you would need the human being part because it is there already. I just, yeah, just say I see you as a white man because I like to focus on the better half. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And then, um, Someone said that you were like a really white black dude, which I fucking hate that phrase, but you could feed off of that because you've also been in San Francisco like your whole life. You can say like you've never experienced racism. And so like going to the South just reaffirmed that. Uh -huh. And so like you, when you were in the South, all this racism shit happened, but you've never experienced it. And that just shows yeah. you that racism isn't real. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's awesome. Um, really stupid joke that you probably shouldn't have, but you could be like, oh, I was trying to see the side thing. I ordered a cider, and people call me a bitch. A cider. Um, also, for the, the, the going to the South thing, I don't know if you could do like a, they hated me, so I just lied to them and told them I was like an SEC wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still can't date their daughter, but. <laughs> Why? Because they're rapists? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if there was a, there's a. Because they wouldn't want. Oh, oh, they, oh, I yeah. see. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Uh, this is a great place for the mic, by the way. I feel like I'm about to <laughs> suck you off. Uh, happy Pride. Um, I I liked uh, one quick thing. A square on its side is a diamond. Diamonds are kind of tight. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. Eh. Uh, and then I thought I thought it was funny. You're like, I got you. Like, I have the same birthday as my mom. I got mm-hmm. a tattoo to prove it. I think it'd be funny to be like, yeah, the tattoo never works though, because people are like, you could have just gotten that tattoo. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I could have just gotten it. Okay, cool, good stuff. Huh. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Charlie Moore! Yay! All right, all right. We are also giving comics comments to your next comic. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Josh Kotsky! Yay! Hello. Uh, start quick. I just found out that I'm an adult, and I found this out because I went to the dentist, and they did not ask me what my favorite flavor of toothpaste was. So I'm an adult now. Yay. Uh, only good part about being an adult is I don't have to go to school anymore. I hated school. I got bullied all the time in school. I mean, I got over the bullying stuff because I was only bullied for things that don't affect me anymore, you know? Like, I was bullied for being a short, chubby, annoying Jew who talked way too much and had puby looking hair. But since then, I've gotten taller. I, uh, <laughs> kids fucking sucked in my school. They used to go Jew hunting. I know, it's bad. Uh, Jew hunting, if you don't know, that's when you take a coin, you roll it down the hallway, and whoever picks it up is the cheap, money-loving Jew. But they would only use pennies. Didn't want to use a quarter? Kind of cheap. Uh, I, <laughs> I never picked up the pennies, uh, okay, it's gonna take a lot more than that. I'm not perpetuating stereotypes against my people for anything under a dollar. Plus, like, I can never get to them because the teachers were always, you know, fumbling around for it. They need to supplement their income somehow. Uh, Jew hunting is actually how we paid, uh, I'm missing some of these up. Jew hunting is actually how we paid for a football field at our f- school. Uh, it was kind of like the original box tops for education. Yeah, I missed up about four lines there, so we're just going to keep going. Uh, I hate I hate that stereotype, you know, Jews love money. I mean, like, yeah, I like money. Do you guys not? Is that like a, I don't know that much about Christianity. Is that a thing? Like, you give a 20 to a Catholic, and they're like, no, 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 no. If Jesus Christ wanted me to have that money, he'd fly down here on his jetpack and put it in my back pocket himself. I'm assuming Jesus has a jetpack. I don't know that much about Christianity, though. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I wish I could pick up loose change, uh, but I, I can't. I can't pick up pennies. Probably why I've been so unlucky. I haven't, I haven't picked up a dime in 15 years unless you count my girlfriend. Uh, she listens to these podcasts, so I have to say that joke. Uh, I love, have you guys like Star Wars? Yeah. That gets a reaction. Cool. Uh, Star Wars, I, I, I love Star Wars. Growing up, I thought it'd be cool if like the Jedi and the Force was a real thing. Uh, 
until I realized that the Jedi are just like this religion, this cult, that the more you believe in it, the more powerful you are, which would suck in San Francisco. You'd just be walking down market and some guy would come up to you. You will buy tickets to Shen Yun. Uh, I, uh, no, I love, I love Marvel and all that stuff too. Uh, they're, they're getting a lot more progressive. They've had their first gay superhero, their first uh, Jewish superheroes. Uh, they're actually uh, coming out pretty soon. They're having a superhero team where every single member is a male to female transitioned person. The X-Men. <laughs> Pride Month jokes. Last one. My favorite, my favorite superhero is Magneto because he's one of the few Jews. Um, and, and, you know, I love that. Uh, I do think they kind of did him dirty, though, or, like, it was, it was weird how we got magnet powers, you know? I think what happened was they went to the writer's room, and they were like, all right, we've got a Jewish superhero. What power should we give him? And some guy was like, you know what Jews love? Picking up loose change. All right, that's it. Thanks for your time, everybody. <laughs> Yay, Josh Kotsky. I love the Magneto joke. I don't know why it... Kurt plunked today, but I messed up. I messed up a lot of lines in that set. Uh, wait, wait, go I? ahead, you go hey. ahead. Uh, yeah, I feel. I feel like the for like the Magneto bit, like it just the lead up with like you kind of like signal that it's going to be about metal because like if, if people know about Magneto, I feel like yeah. that's it. But yeah. I, that that is like decent. Maybe like work on that a little bit. Like I think for the bit about like like Jew hunting, as wild as it is to say that phrase, uh, like rolling like a quarter down and be like. Like only a, like only a penny like that seems kind of you said that seems kind of cheap like I yeah. feel like you could get away with being like that seems kind of Jewy like like yeah. say that you can only say Jew so many times in a second I, I know but like, I think I think repetition for that like could yeah. be kind of funny but like yeah. just a just a thought yeah. yeah good shit though for the girlfriend dime joke with the leg kick I've seen you do that too I just think sell it the leg kick yeah. really makes the joke I think and I think it's hilarious when you do that so. On that and part, yeah. I love, love, love that you pander to your girlfriend in your set. I, I, <laughs> it's like a fun simp move. I like it. And uh, who doesn't like money? You might want to do like a Seinfeld impression. I don't know. Who doesn't like money? I, or some, I don't know. That's it's pretty cheap, but. And of course, Future uh, Jesus has a jetpack. Oh, I didn't mean to say it's really cheap, but. And and of course, of course, Future Jesus has a jetpack. Of course he does. How, how old are you? All right, so I think, like, if you start off with the, like, you just became an adult and then go to school, like, you kind of look too old to be like, yeah, I, I, I'm glad I'm not in school anymore. So you can start with, like, school sucks, and you're like, but I found out I was an adult recently by going to the dentist. So it's, it's less like I just got out of school, more yeah. like I'm, I've just been a child forever. For sure. Um, I think uh, Jesus was Jewish, so maybe you can do something with that, like... Ooh. Christians think that they don't get that 20 because Jesus is being stingy. Gotcha. That, no, that, that works. That's um, I could also, I didn't know Magneto was you. I don't really know a whole lot about uh, comics, yeah. but you could say that Jesus was Marvel's first Jewish superhero. And then um, I, I think your callback is good, but me personally, like, it, like, I don't laugh at the callbacks. Like, I think they're really good and they're going to work, but I'm just like, I res I'm respecting the art when you can do a callback. Like, Aww. oh, yeah, that was nice. So I think that may be why, like, it didn't punch today because we're just like that was that was solid. Like Thank you did you. it. He called it art. Oh, look, he's blushing. You made Josh Kotsky blush. <laughs> Jesus has like a bowl for spare change passed around in his name every Sunday, and they serve boxed wine. Yeah. 
who's the cheap one now? <laughs> what, what's that called? Tithing, tithing, tithing. You tithe 10%, but the Mormons make you tithe 20. Uh, Hey, everybody, put your hands together for Josh Kotsky. Yay! That's the way the Josh Workshop works. All right, so uh, the next two comments, comics, no comments, just doing sets, just four minutes. For the new guys, the horn means a minute. And uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, Jared Senna. Yay! I lost my virginity, everybody. Thank you, thank you. It's a big moment for me because uh, growing up, I was always a nervous person. It was hard for me to go up and talk to people, especially women. So instead of getting over that, I decided to just drive down to Tijuana and lose it there. Ah. Like what? 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 You expect me to like go up and talk to people? Talk to people? Fuck that! I'm like the worst person to do small talk with. All right, what am I gonna talk about? That I'm a comedian. If I tell them that, then they're gonna ask, "Oh, tell me a joke," and then they're gonna find out I'm not really funny. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing is, I actually didn't lose it to a prostitute that night. So when I got there, I was drinking, and at the end of the night. I lost my passport. So to make a long story short, I had to convince the guards to let me back home somehow. Let that sink in. If it wasn't clear, I fucked Border Patrol. (laughs) All right. Yes, clap for that. Clap for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I graduated college, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a creative writing major. Um, which is pretty much a fancy name for a Chipotle cashier. Uh, But I did learn a couple of good stuff. Good stuff, uh, being a creative writing major. Thank you. I I didn't get to the punchline yet, but thank you, Emily. I learned a lot of good stuff about being a creative writing major. Uh, Mostly that in order to be a good writer, you have to read. So I started reading the notebooks I've stolen from other comedians at open mics. My writing has never been better. My favorite superhero is Magneto because he's one of the only Jews. We're going to work on that. Okay, uh, what else do we got here? Um, You know, now that I graduated, they expect me to care about adult stuff that I never cared about, like voting. I mean, I know that's pretty important. I mean, yeah, we have to defeat the Republicans in November, but I gotta be honest, I stopped giving a fuck about politics ever since they legalized weed. Like, my my people have already got our reparations. Like, what's the point? Abortions are cool. Yeah, we could do that. All right, well, happy Pride Month, everybody. You guys like that transition? I'm just pandering to you guys. Pander to the audience. Big ally here. Um, I say that because I dated a lot of bisexual women, and after they were done dating me, they're now lesbian. Yeah, because of me, a bunch of women realize that they don't like men. That's like, I'm basically a martyr to the lesbian community. 
I'm gonna end it right here. Thank you guys. Oh, fuck. Jared Senna being so generous and giving his time back to the room. Your next comedian's been killing it all over town on every show, uh, which is great. And he actually killed it last Friday at Cheaper Than Therapy. Put your hands together for Dan Lewis. Yay! Hello, hello. How are we doing? Jared Senna, piece of shit. I'm just joking, man. That's cool. I know. All right. Fuck me. All right. You guys, uh, you guys ever uh, hear about how smart crows are? You heard about this? Seen some videos online. They can like take a piece of metal and like bend it and make a hook and like get food with it. And people, someone told me they hold grudges. You know, like if you forget to put the bird feeder food in it, they'll shit on your car and stuff. But come on, they talk about how smart animals, certain animals are. They never, these animals are never doing anything nice. You know, it's always kind of asshole stuff. No one ever goes, oh, crows are so smart. They pick up trash at the park. Did you know that? They don't. They're always like, crows are so smart. If there's a young crow in the nest and it's gay, they'll kick it out of the nest. <laughs> I said it was smart, not progressive. That's different. Crows are pretty much like where my dad was about 1980. You know what I mean? Bigoted, but good with tools. Cool. <laughs> My dad was, uh, my dad was, he was like, he was one of those dads, you know, kind of, he was afraid his son was going to be gay, because every dad was homophobic back then, you know? Like, my dad would just be like, listen, hey, you ever bring somebody home, it better be a woman. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I just turned six, so I'll keep that in mind. Uh, but he got better over time, you know, he got more tolerant along with the rest of society. He, got, he didn't get all the way there, you know, and he still, like, acted like an asshole. But later on, he was like, listen, you bring somebody home. It better be a bottom. All I know is I raised a top. No gay son of mine's gonna take it from behind from some gay guy. Tell the guys of the Elks Club, my gay son's gonna be the one wrecking gay guys' assholes. Yeah, that's my boy. Anyway, my mom, she was a very strange person as well. She was recently uh, bragging about quitting smoking. She. She had quit, you know, she recently quit smoking. She's like, I smoked for 50 straight years. And I'm like, I'm 46, so uh, does that mean you were smoked when you were pregnant with me? And this is exactly what she did. It's a true story. She goes, I cut down. <laughs> I was like, she's like, I only smoked when I was drinking. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. My mom used to do that thing. I don't know if you guys got this. My actual name is Gerald Daniel Lewis, and she would always go with the full name when she was super pissed. She was like, Gerald Daniel Lewis, clean up this room. It always made me sound a little bit like a serial killer, you know, with the three names. I think maybe that's why we give serial killers the three names, just because we're so disappointed in what they've been doing, you know? Don Wayne Gacy, you clean up this room right now. You put those prostitutes under the floorboards where they belong. Lee Harvey Oswald, don't you know that was the president? All right. That was the horn, didn't it, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, you ever notice how people are like somehow, for some reason, they're bad at math, but they're totally proud of being bad at math. They're like very happy about it. Like at the end of a meal, you know, they're like, oh, don't make me do the tip. That's math. Ha <laughs> ha. I can't do math. 
It, like they don't do that for other disciplines. Like at the beginning of the meal, they go, "Oh, don't give me that menu." <laughs> Those are words. Ha! <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> no one ever does that. Uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. Nope. Thank you. Yay, Dan Lewis! Yay! Yay! All right, moving right along. Your next comedian. Uh, he gets comments. So get out your pens. Keep paying attention. It's Ian Langlands. Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you. What's up, everybody? How are we? Woo. Yeah. Woo. Oh. I've been thinking a lot about science because I'm an intellect. I've been thinking a lot. I've been thinking a lot about science. We're moving into a society that's very pro-science, which is good. We have to believe everything. But sometimes, I don't know if it's just me. Science pisses me off sometimes. There's a lot of shit that science can't do. That, that just really like grinds my gears for some reason. Like, why don't we know what color dinosaurs are? I don't know why we can't know that. If there's not a test we can run to find that shit out. So many things in my daily life that rely on science that are not helpful. At all. Weather, the weather app, if you guys use the weather app, has it ever been correct? It's never been correct for me. I feel like we can allocate some of the money for like cancer research just a little bit, just so I know whether or not to have two layers when I walk outside. I don't know. We should fix it. We got, we got to fix something. I don't know. Something's going on with the weather app. Another thing that's another thing is uh, NASA. NASA's sending satellites into space so they can communicate with uh, extraterrestrial life if it's there. Yeah, uh, I don't, we got enough problems to worry about. I feel like uh, I, can we fix printers first before we we fucking? I, I we're not equipped to deal with aliens. I just I just want to know what cyan is. Okay, that's all I want. Maybe I'm asking for too much. I don't know. That was quicker than I thought. I um. I love. I think my favorite food when I go out to eat. My favorite food to eat is Chinese food. You guys like Chinese food? Yeah, it's the best food. And and it's funny. Chinese food is kind of counterintuitive. At least Chinese restaurants are because the quality of the food is completely predicated on how awfully they treat you. It really is. Maybe it's just because I'm white. I don't know what it is, but like every time they just fucking just berate me and they're like, what the fuck do you want? Order now. It's just the best food I've ever had in my life. I don't know what that is. Like I'll leave like a really like <laughs> positive yet negative Yelp review. I'll be like, five stars. Was treated like shit. <laughs> Delicious wonton soup though. Very good. It's always an interesting diet. I, I have a lot of Chinese friends. I'm very progressive. Uh, hold for applause. I have a lot of Chinese. Thank you, Denise. Uh, I have a lot of Chinese friends, and they always take me. They always take me to like their they, their Chinese restaurant, their Chinese restaurant. I'm like the token white guy, and they're always like before they walk in, they're like, "You better fucking be on your best behavior, okay?" <laughs> They'll be like, "You better fucking get the chopsticks, because if I see you eating with a fork, I'm beating your ass," you know? Because you gotta hold up, and, and and they always get mad at what I order. I'm always like, "I'll take the uh, <laughs> the chicken fried rice." They're like, "What the fuck, Ian? That's the whitest shit ever." Order something more oriental. I don't know. <laughs> that was cheap. Um, I, uh, I my great aunt uh, my great aunt just got she just got scammed. She just got scammed. She, she fell for one of those Nigerian prince emails. You guys know, but they're still doing those. I didn't realize they were still doing them. And my great aunt she fell for it. She fell for it, and they took fucking fifteen hundred dollars from her. That's $1,500, that is so, I was so fucking pissed. I, I was so upset when I heard this because this bitch has been sending me $10 checks in the mail my entire life. 
$1,500? What the hell? I wish my name was Mokale Mobembe from uh, Lagos. I would have got way more money. Uh, that's all I got. Thank you. Ian Langlands. La, 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 la. That was lovely. I like all the new stuff. Uh, comments from the people? I, I, I got a Nigerian prince, but it goes into my spam mail, so. I thought about a funny idea for your hacky Chinese joke. So, like, it would be funny if at the end... Why don't you just do me a favor and shut the fuck up, right? (laughs) 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 Proceed. I would shut the fuck up, but I'm trying to help your joke. All right, Jared, we get it. Okay, go. (laughs) It would be funny at the end if the reveal was it was actually, like, Mexican. It was a Mexican restaurant. Filipino? I'll put that I mean, it's sort of close to China. I'll, I'll file that it's one. It's in the Asian house. We'll put a pin in I it. I thought you were Filipino. Devontre has things to say. Let me guess. No. Nah. The reveal should be a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> no, no, but I saw the vision. I don't I don't agree with it, but I see the vision. Yeah. I yeah, I couldn't think of nothing like really constructive to say. It was it was nice, but uh I think maybe like perfect the printer. Instead okay. of fix the printer, just make it perfect so it doesn't need to be fixed. But yes, yes. That's all I got, man. I'm it's sorry. Okay. Yeah, it's it's more just ideas. If everybody has like a punchline or something, it's just kind of I don't know. It's kind of messy. If anybody wants to, okay, or not. All right. What for all of them? It's just the premises are just there. But uh, come on, just fix the entire joke for me. <laughs> Do the hard part. That's too nice. I think it'd be funny uh, on the like Chinese food joke to think about because you're like, oh, they're like, I, it's good when they treat me like shit. But then it's like, you're like, oh, when I order Chinese food on Uber Eats or whatever, I like make sure to ask the restaurant to like write me a note and like call okay. me a bitch or yes. something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's another angle, but not really going to save the joke. I don't know. Maybe white guilt makes the food taste better. Mm. I'm trying, man. I don't it's know. Okay. It's the new, it's the new. All MSG. good notes. I'll take them all into account, except I, for Jared's. Okay. Put your hand, put your hands together for Ian Langland. Yay! Well, uh, your next comedian's a lucky duck because Gaula didn't make it in time. Put your hands together for Pete Ballmer. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ian's joke sucked. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was very funny. You're great. That's a g- not a good way to start. Uh, sick. I uh, went through a uh, breakup a little while back. Yep. Nope. Stop. What? No. <laughs> not. Uh, no. It was, good. It, was, it was my idea. So, you know, kind of kind of applause for that. Uh, I've been doing all right. Been throwing out more like fire emoji reacts on Instagram than I probably should be. But, you know, everybody's on their own journey. I think uh, a weird part about going through a breakup is that you can't text the person who you broke up with when like they're the only person who is going through the same thing as you and they've also been your main texting person for like a long time. I feel like it's kind of like if you went to see Avengers Endgame with your best friend and then after the movie, you weren't allowed to talk about it and you had to leave through different exits because then you get out and you're like, okay. guess I'll just try to explain to someone who has no idea who the f- what the fuck I'm talking about why I'm crying. Should have said that the other way, like crying and then what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay, cool. Um, sweet. Uh, I don't know. It is. It also. It also sucks that like everybody wants to when you go through a breakup, like wants to give you advice and like you know talk to you about it, but some people suck at giving advice, right? 
And I think you could tell if somebody's going to give you bad advice about your breakup if they start the sentence with, I always. Because that goes in one of two directions. Either uh, they're going to be say, like, I always, and then they're going to tell you what they do. They're going to make it about them, tell you what they do when they go through a breakup. They'll be like, well, man, I always like to uh, snort ketamine, sit in my dark apartment, and text my other exes at 2 a.m. <laughs> Like, sweet man, maybe uh, having extensive experience with going through breakups disqualifies you from being able to help me. Uh, ever think about that? Either that, or they'll be like, I always, and then they'll just tell you something that they thought about your girlfriend the whole time and just hadn't told you up until now. They're like, yeah, man, I always thought she was a controlling bitch who hated when we played Xbox. Like, sweet, thanks. Okay, cool. I'm going to cut that. Uh, I like that I like that as I get older I feel like I'm more unique, you know? Like when I was a kid I didn't feel like I was very unique. I'm very multifaceted now, you know? Like I like sci-fi and uh sci-fi novels and French house music. I've had two friends commit suicide and uh I once jacked off in a parking garage. So Okay, I feel like the suicide line probably cut that down. <laughs> I was going for like a rule of threes thing. I could probably just do a softer touch one for the second one. I'm not gonna that's not gonna be a part of the joke. So okay, cool. Moving on. Um because it's very frustrating. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I was so frustrated about how not unique I felt. And you were constantly reminded of how not unique you were. Because like, every time you were introduced to a new group of people, they'd make you go around the circle and say a fun fact about yourself. It'd get to me. I'd be like, hi, I'm Peter, and I play soccer. Fuck. <laughs> I know the last crew of kids said that. I got nothing. Fucking skip me. Um, and I think that I'm going to check my phone to remember what I wrote down for the rest of this. That's what I think about this. Fuck. Okay. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah, one of the first things that people have going on that, like, make them feel unique is their ethnic identity, even white people. <laughs> and But doesn't it, doesn't it suck when white people talk about their ethnic identity? Like, because they're so stoked to talk about it. You're like, what ethnicity are you? And they're like, oh, well, I'm a quarter English. I'm an eighth German. 215th Lithuanian, they're like using fractions that don't even make sense, you know? <laughs> and it's because like it just doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter what kind of white you are, you're just white. You don't like the music of your people is Fleetwood Mac, the food of your people is casserole. Like, it doesn't. The only exception to that is Italians. Italians, they have like a richer culture, they have more going on, and that's why it's okay that we can be racist to them, right? Like, nobody gives a shit. I could be up here like, boop, but the I do sexual harassment at the daily, you know? <laughs> You guys don't care. You fucking eat that shit up. Like, if I did the analog of that, but for Chinese people, I'd have to quit comedy and move to Oklahoma. So, I'm Swiss, by the way. So just <laughs> That's a cool white to be. That's a fun white. Uh, the, Swiss, the Swiss are known for chocolate, pocket knives, and fraudulent banking. Yeah, it's like if Tom Sawyer designed a country. It's kind of a thinker. Okay. Uh, I have one more joke, but I don't have time for it. Okay, thank you. Listen down. Bummer, everyone. All right, your next comedian just got back from Texas. Put your hands together for Denise Lee. Yeah. Oh, is that my walk-on music? <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's see. So we're working on some current jokes. Okay. Uh, so I'm pretty inexperienced with drugs. Like I didn't really do drugs in college. Dan, are you laughing already? Oh, That's <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Great. Uh, like in college, the first time I saw a bong was in my friend's dorm room. When I saw it, I was absolutely horrified. Uh, only because I thought the Erl the bong was an Erlenmeyer flask stolen from the chemistry lab for room decor. And I was like, that's school property. 
And she was like, I got it from Amazon. Uh, I wasn't really exposed to drugs until I moved to San Francisco, but like lately I've noticed that my friends are trying to like take better care of their bodies uh, as we get older, which is extremely irritating. Like I have this one friend who is on the paleo diet. So paleo is basically where you stop uh, being fun to hang out with and you start giving unsolicited feedback to people about what they eat. Like, the other day, I wanted to get ice cream with her, and she was like, Denise, you should stop eating so much sugar. Like, I'm on paleo, as if she hadn't told me 10 times already. And then she goes, I only eat organic, unprocessed foods. And I was like, okay, but we just did cocaine together, okay? Is cocaine paleo? She was like, yes, with a certain portion of users on Reddit. I mean, it's crazy, right? Like, paleo, it can fix your body, but won't fix your brain. You're still stupid, right? Okay. Okay, I don't know how I feel about that. We'll work on that part. Uh, okay, so I, I don't like how fake people are at work. Like, my last boss used to call everyone at work a pal. At first, I liked it because it made me feel like we were, like, in a little fun club together or something. Then I realized our friendship was a trap. Like, he would walk into meetings and be like, hey, pals, can you do me a favor and come into work this weekend? That'd be cool. Thanks, pals. Like, fuck you, Steve. Okay, that is a toxic-ass friendship. So needy. But one day, I decided to take advantage of our friendship because friendship goes both ways, right? So I went into his office, and I was like, hey, pal, can you do me a favor? Pay me as much as the men? That'd be cool. Thanks, pal. So I'm a little bitter about my job. I wish I had more friends at work, but I keep accidentally offending people. Like last week, I got in trouble with HR for calling everyone guys in a meeting when I said, hey, guys. It's offensive, apparently, because it's gendered, and HR was like, why don't you try using more gender-neutral language, like how Steve calls everyone a pal. And I was like, well, fuck Steve, but I'll try. So I'm really careful now. Like when I see my coworkers, I'm like, what's up? Buttholes. And Steve, you piece of shit. Okay, <laughs> one more. Uh, I can't keep up with fashion trends. Like recently I bought a pair of sneakers and one of my friends was like, are you trying to wear the same shoes that Drake has? And I was like, I don't know. Does Drake also suffer from plantar fasciitis hurting the bottom of his feet? Like, why else Why else would anyone buy those ugly-ass shoes, you know? Uh, I made that joke somewhere else, and someone came up to me afterwards and was like, I know your joke was about plantar fasciitis, but it kind of turned me on. <laughs> Unfortunately, a true story. And then, and on the outside, I was like, you know, God, classic white man just enjoying the minority struggle. But on the inside, I was like, can I profit off of this? <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye. Denise Lee, everyone. Check her OnlyFans of feet or something. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yay. Hey, your next comedian, we're moving right along. Uh, clap your hands together for Kelly Evans. Hooray! Hey, is this anybody's beanie up here? Mine now. All right. I got a beanie. Fuck yeah, I just won. All right, I'm actually done. I'm going to leave now. That's really... It's about as good as the set's going to go, probably. Um, 
See, I uh, I was exper- I. Hey, what's up? Sit the fuck down. All right. Um, I was I was uh, sexually questioning uh, in my twenties. I wasn't really sure of like. I thought I might be gay or bi or I wasn't, you know. So I was like, well, let's see. I don't know. Let's find out and like try out some stuff. But the thing is that when you're not sure, like if you even like men, like a blowjob is work. It is a real, you got to psych yourself up for that. You're like, okay. Oh, all right. That's bigger than I expected. Okay. We're going to. You know, I know. I think I know how like uh, like lesbians in high school feel who like aren't sure yet. They're like, ah, I guess I should try. You're like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. It's so much more work than it looks like. Um. Anyway, yeah, I uh, I went back to Texas during the holidays and uh, saw my family. That's where I'm from. Yeehaw! It's obligatory. We have to say it. Um. Anyway, so uh, so I went home and I was uh, hanging out at Home Depot because that's where my mom works. And I was just like waiting for her to get off. Struck up a conversation with this random guy. And that was a mistake because I let it slip that I got vaccinated. And he was like, shouldn't have done that, man. Mm-mm. Makes you gay. I was like, what? that's so stupid. So I fucked him. Yeah. Yeah, he probably would have enjoyed it more had he been vaccinated, I guess. Also had COVID, so I definitely killed him. He's dead now. Uh, it's fine. It's so stupid. He's dumb. It's a, You know, honestly, right now, it's the best time to be alive. If you're dumb, this is it. This is now. Seize your time. Like, strike while the iron is hot. Don't touch it because you're a fucking idiot. You'll touch the iron. You moron, don't touch the iron. But, I mean, like, if you were at a party 100 years ago and were like, you know what? I think the earth might be flat. They'd be like, shut the fuck up, Steve, and move to the edge of town, and then you die. But now Steve has a million TikTok followers, and I have 40. What the fuck is going on right now? Seriously, this is garbage. Honestly, you know what? I'm going to take that back. We've always been a dumb country. We've always been very dumb. And you know I know that? Because we've continued to call Indians or Native Americans Indians to like 20 years ago. And even... Not, and for some people, if you are part of a sports team, they're like, nah, you're still Indians for sure. We don't want to lose because that brand is so valuable. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland sucks. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, it, you know, like we knew right away it wasn't India, you know, like, I mean, pretty quickly, you know, we got here and we're like, hey, this is India, right? And they're like, I don't know what that means, but no, that's, that's not what this is at all. He's like, well, you, you guys would be Indians. They're like, no, we're all Gonquins. And uh, they're Iroquois and, and they're Cherokee. There's actually a lot of us. He's like, oh, I don't know how to say any of that. So you're Indians. You're Indians. They'll be Indians one and you'll be Indians two. All right. Or also. Anyway, we're not going to be that many for very long anyway. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. Um, yeah, we're so fucking stupid. It's just... Uh, you know, Europe was just like, we just got to get all the dumb people out of here as quickly as possible. And they just like fucking shovel them over. And then we're like, Hey, we found golden oil. Like, fuck shit. We shouldn't have. All right. Anyway, I don't know where that's going. Um, okay. I guess I'll on that same thread. See, this is the thing. I, I think there are people who like refuse to learn new pronouns or, you know, in relation to someone if they if they change gender. And I don't think it's because they're necessarily anti-trans. I think it's because they don't know what a fucking pronoun is. <laughs> they don't understand. They're like, I'm not going to call you jump. You're like, that's a verb, you fucking moron. <laughs> Thank you very much. Baby.
Kelly Evans, everyone. Hooray. So the list is getting all wonky because people haven't uh, been showing up, but they might show up, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together for Devontre Coleman. Yay. Need comments too. So, uh, oh, damn. All right. Um, so it's Pride Month. And Burger King, Burger King came out with that double top and double bottom burger. Like, it's insane, but I think they should have committed and, like, only put meat inside of it. I, um, being, being shy, uh, being shy during the pandemic, it made, like, things that I did already just normalized, like, online dating. Um, and I'm glad it did, because I think, like, using apps to find dates is, like, the best way as a shy person. Like, I'm thinking about becoming a DoorDash driver because it already tells you where she lives and her favorite food. And, like, most apartment complexes aren't... Are, most, most apartment complexes are flammable, so she has to come out and talk to me at some point. I, uh, I recently realized that Grindr is the best dating app for niggas like me. Straight men who just need external validation. But, like, I also understand why women hate them, because, like, those niggas are persistent. Like, if I don't respond to good morning, beautiful, why would I respond to good afternoon and good night? Well, I recently learned why. Because when you don't respond to three messages, they think it's third and long and it's time for a Hail Mary. And anyone who has flirted with someone on an app that allows you to take pictures, you know what time it is. Hammer time. And I found that out the hard way. I was sitting at work and a random dude sent me a dick pic and I wasn't really sure how to feel about it. Because on one hand, I'm like, yo, this is disgusting. Like, why do men do this? Why do they think that this is a viable strategy? But I don't get complimented a whole lot. And this was just an extremely aggressive way of him saying that I'm a bad bitch. Yeah, my niggas don't like that drug. They're like, come on, Trey, that shit is gay. And it's real weird, because right before that, I told a joke about stalking a woman and setting her house on fire. But they draw the line at me getting compliments. Oh, I have an addictive personality. So, like, I can't do drugs, like... And I'm also not cool enough to be addicted to anything like drugs or alcohol. So, like, I don't talk about my addictions because they're not bad enough for me to, like, need some type of special counseling. Like, it's not cool to get up here and be like, yo, whenever I'm around hot Cheetos, I just lose control. I can't keep them in the house. I ate 36 Reese cups yesterday. Like, it's not as interesting. Um... I'm going to try this one. I don't know why, they, why I wrote this down, but I think they should bring back slavery. <laughs> I think, like, every, like, season, a new race should, like, be the slave of the season. And I feel like that'll stop racism. But I'm sorry, white people, y'all got to do at least six years first. And then we can start the cycles. I'm going to work on that, but I'm glad y'all giggled. Hey. Yeah. 
Andre Coleman, hooray! Okay, to give people an idea of what's gonna happen, um, I'm actually gonna put Michael Colucci on deck and Newman Jake in the hole, but if you understand baseball metaphors, but right now, coming up to the plate, ready to swing, put your hands together for Amy Stringer, yay! Hello. Um, have you ever dated someone who's a billionaire and you actively dislike his personality on like every fundamental level, but he's so rich, you're just like, do I need to like my husband if he's a billionaire? We can have our own wings in our mansion. I can have my own mansion. I can pay someone else to be his wife. <laughs> um, I'd like to make a public service announcement. Squirting is not the same as having an orgasm. <laughs> yeah, it's more like a fun party trick. Like, like, look, I can open this bottle of champagne with my G-spot. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's it's controversial squirting, I think. Like is it is it is it pee? Is it something else? Who's to say? Does it come from the bladder? Yes. Has there been enough scientific research on women to determine what it is? No. <laughs> um I think about I think about this a lot. I think about this this moment, this moment in history a lot. And I feel like, um, I don't know why more people aren't talking about it, but do you remember like the, the election in 2016 when um, Hillary Clinton and, and Trump were running against each other and they were doing their debate and it's just the two of them on stage and Hillary goes up and Donald Trump just literally just comes up and stands right behind her the whole time? Like what the fuck was that? I just imagine like her going up to the to the stage being like, "Yes, I deserve to be president because I am just the most qualified person." And what the fuck is this guy doing? Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, and I ma I managed the whole Monica Lewinsky thing gracefully and are you is this guy fucking serious is no one else seeing this oh my god yeah and, and yeah sure I probably killed a few people but who hasn't yeah I don't know I feel like people should be talking about that more I feel like it was a moment of disassociation in, in the US um I don't know what else I want to talk about um oh I <laughs> I've when I moved to San Francisco, I had never before seen someone doing smoking heroin on the train. Yeah, and and afterward I was like I was like on Google. I was like drugs, long thin glass pipe. <laughs> what does heroin smoke smell like? Am I high right now? Okay, that's all I have. Thank you. Amy Stringer, everyone. Yay. Reminding us that in 2016, we learned the most valuable lesson that only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. Yay. Yay. That's what we learned. Hooray.
Uh, your next comedian is from Vegas, Utah, somewhere weird. Uh, I don't know. Put your hands together for Mike Colucci. Hello, I'm from Las Vegas. Just visiting San Francisco, so not looking forward to going back. It's going to be 110 degrees in two days. But uh, yeah, I'm half Italian, half Cuban. But uh, yeah, beep boop pop pop. I love that. I love that. I love that. Uh, but yeah, I never learned Spanish as a kid, which sucks. So now I'm learning Spanish now, and it's not going so good. My Spanish instructor's from Australia, so he's teaching me things like Buenos dias, mate. Donde esta mi kangaroo? Yo quiero uh, Outback Steakhouse. Um, but yeah, <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to think there was a ghost in my house. I would hear creepy noises coming from upstairs, and I knew it wasn't my brother because he was buried downstairs. Um, yeah, we had to bury him alive. Long story, though, but um, um, I'm over it. But no, really, um, is anybody here afraid of ghosts? Anybody here afraid of ghosts? No? <laughs> uh, well, uh, if there's anybody here that that thinks they can spend the whole night at my house without getting scared, I'll pay you 50 bucks. But girls only, and you got to be down a bank. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Little sausage fest going up. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I met, uh, speaking of bang, <laughs> I met my new, a new neighbor the other day. I met her and I said, uh, hey, I'm throwing a party tonight. You should come. There's going to be great music. Lots of fried rice and uh, wild kinky sex, if you're into that kind of thing. She's like, yeah, that sounds good, but how many people are going to be there? I said, just me and you, but <laughs> uh, can you bring the fried rice? Be hungry. Hungry. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I'm ready to have kids. I'm ready to have kids. Um, yeah, I couldn't sleep the other night, so I downloaded an audio tape with relaxing sounds of waves hitting the beach. But it was a nude beach, and I uh, just woke up horny as fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm new to this, guys. I'm brand new. I'm brand new. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of horny, I had a fire in my living maid the other night. No, it's true. She was getting lazy. Getting lazy, so I had a fire. That's the last time I give my mom a job. Um, <laughs> eggs are good. <laughs> eggs are good. <laughs> How do you guys feel about eggs? I love eggs. My favorite way to enjoy uh, hard-boiled eggs is with a little bit of salt and inside a crowded movie theater. I like to open the Ziploc bag as soon as the movie starts and just take a big whiff. Dinner time. Dinner and a movie. <laughs> Uh, I got a friend who's in a crypto. Oh, yeah, big time. He's in a crypto. Or at least I hope he is. Said he's got some miners coming over to his house later. He's calling it a mining operation. <laughs> I think he's banging kids, but <laughs> let's hope not. Uh, let's hope not. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to this place last month to do my taxes. I was in the waiting room. <laughs> Well, it was in April, not last month. It was April. Sorry, I wrote this a while ago. So I went there to do my taxes, and I'm in the waiting room, and I noticed there's a coffee machine in the waiting room. So I'm like, oh, let me get up and make myself a cup of coffee. 
Then I see a bottle of hand sanitizer next to the coffee machine. I'm like, uh, okay. I didn't think that was a thing, but I'll try it. Like, <laughs> it wasn't too bad, but I'm more of a cream and sugar kind of guy. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it. That's it. <laughs> cool, up your hands together for Mike Colucci. Yeah, they had to stop having hand sanitizer at kids' schools because kids were drinking it and getting drunk. Yay, kids are so resourceful. They eat Tide Pods. Um, the junior high comedian said that, um, he said that the way to beat the COVID test is to snort Listerine. <laughs> I was like, my God, from the mouths of babes. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together for Newman Shake. Yay! Hey guys, um, I hate it when white people hate Asian people. You guys could applaud for that. That's that's. Yeah, I, I don't not because of the racism. I don't care for that. I just feel like white people hating Asian people feels like cultural appropriation because hating Asian people is a pretty Asian thing to do. Like we, every time I see a white person hate an Asian person, I'm like, my mom could do it way better, you know. Okay. Not a lot of Asian people here. Uh, yeah, I'm Indian, just like technically Asian, so you know, I count. I am. Um, they made a Gandhi movie in the '90s. I don't know if you know that, and um, it starred Ben Kingsley, who's like half Indian, which is enough. Well, that's that's how much we need. I'm I'm glad they made in the '90s though, because there's not a lot of Indian actors today that could pull off Gandhi. Like Dev Patel is too hot. And I'm not ready for Aziz Ansari to be Gandhi. You know, that's like, hey guys, I'm gonna, I'm Gandhi. I don't, I don't know how to do Aziz Ansari, but I'm getting there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Aziz Ansari playing Gandhi is like Tyler Perry playing Malcolm X. No, that doesn't seem appropriate. It seems. What sex position do you guys think you came from? <laughs> Missionary, yeah, yeah, you, you. I'm a missionary. All right, I think I think I came from reverse cowgirl. I really do, cause now I just refuse to face the things that are like fucking me in life. You know, I just. <laughs> all right, my mom loves that joke. <laughs> all right, and what else do I want to talk about? I think I think I've done enough drugs in my life. You know, like, boo. All right. I mean, if you're booing, that's fair. Um, yeah, I know. I I think I only do drugs that I can do casual. You know, like I can't. Like nobody's a casual crackhead. You know, like I only do heroin as a hobby. I do fentanyl in my free time. Okay, I don't know. I'm I'm more p proud that that all the letters match. Okay. <laughs> what else do I want to talk about? Um, I join ISIS. I really would. I'd join ISIS if they gave me better healthcare than my current job. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I know what they're doing with those beheading videos. If they just offer me dental, I'll do it. I'll kill myself for dental. I just want to go with the smile. This set is sponsored by Prozac, by the way. Yeah. I know what else. Um, I think I'd be a good boyfriend. I really do. No cheers for that. That's fine. I think I'd be, you know, because, like, I would do the good things. Like, I'd get candles, which I think is important. I probably wouldn't cheat. Thank you. I um, I think I'd be a good boyfriend because, like, I worked in customer service. You know what I mean? Like, I know 
how to fake caring about things I don't care about. I also know how to get yelled at in public, and I think that's important. All right, I think that's my time. Goodbye, guys. Alright everybody, don't get comedy pneumonia. Uh we have a couple left and we're all here and bye. Uh put your hands together for Colin Braun. I have ADHD and Neurotypical people, you really have no idea how lucky you are to have a train of thought. I've never had a train of thought, because trains have plans and routes, and you can go on them with people and have a conversation. My thoughts don't travel by train. My thoughts just travel by mopeds. It's just thousands and thousands of Italians on mopeds in a city center, swerving around each other, screaming at each other, and it's chaos. I hate it, because <laughs> you can bring people with you on a train and have a conversation. No one's going on a moped with you, unless they're insane. Anyway, one of, the, one of the positive things about ADHD is a great deal of tactile intuition. Any hobby, I can pick it up. Doesn't matter if it's sewing, or making a decent table, or a halfway passable loaf of sourdough bread. I can make anything except for a meaningful connection with another person. People don't like interacting with ADHD people because they think we don't care about them. We do care. We care very deeply. People get the impression that we don't care because they think that we're not listening. And we're not. We can't. I can't, it doesn't matter what you're saying. You could be talking about how you just lost your mother and it's devastating to you and I can't listen to that because you had just said that she left you a Blu-ray of the musical Cats and then my mind just went straight to that. And now I'm just thinking about this beautiful cat that I saw the other day down the street from my house. And so you start welling up talking about getting lilies for the funeral because your mom's name was Lily and that would be a lovely gesture. And I'm not even there. I'm just still in the street with the cat. It's strikingly beautiful cat. And I'm remembering it didn't have a collar on. Why didn't I bring this cat home? I could have adopted this cat and named it Ricardo and we could have gone on adventures together. So I hardly even notice that you're now sobbing because you're an only child and your dad passed away five years ago. So now you have nobody in your life and you're set adrift alone on an endless sea in an uncaring world. And you were always so good with words. I wish I'd heard any of them. I didn't because I'm just picturing my life with, with that cat. I would have named him Ricardo. And then I'm just picturing scenes of my life with Ricardo, each one at a different national monument, each scene punctuated by one of the deep, breathy sobs of a new orphan. And one of these sobs is enough stimulus that I need to snap me back into reality, and I remember, oh shit, I am allergic to cats. I don't even really like cats, if I'm honest. I have a dog, and he would murder the cat. And guys, I, I can't dig another grave Thank you. And as I'm reeling from the hypothetical death of a cat that is not mine and that's probably still alive, this somber moment is when I pick up on the silence. Because you've stopped talking and you're now looking at me, waiting for me to respond to a question that I definitely did not hear. But give me a break, I'm grieving the loss of my dear sweet Ricardo. And I know I have to respond, I can't ask you to repeat yourself because then the jig will be up. 
And so I just have to improvise very quick. And all I can say is that I know how it feels to lose someone that's important to you. And I'm so, so sorry to hear about your sister. Yeah, people don't like me. My name is Colin Braun. Thank you very much. Colin Braun, everyone. But it was about the mother, right? Anyways, I'm confused. Yay, Colin Braun. All right, uh, hang in there, everyone. Your next comedian, put your hands together for David Samuel. Woo! Um... My dad is 75 years old. I'm 27. He's a pretty old dad. Uh, so now uh, he's also he's developed like he's senile now. Uh, but his horniness penetrates the senileness. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but we'll go out to dinner. And in the same sentence, he will call the waitress sugar tits and then ask me my name. It's an amazing. Okay. Let's. All right. That's it. That is it. Okay. Uh, I used to do heroin. I was a heroin addict. Yeah. Heroin's. Fun time. Uh, makes you jealous of weird things. Like, I would see people, like, I would see homeless people, like, nodding out off out front of, like, a 7-Eleven. I'd be, like, jealous, you know? I'd be like, man, I look at that guy. He's having a way better time than me, you know? He's sleeping in pee. I can't even afford. Okay. Um, but heroin and meth, they, like, uh, they interact quite a bit. You, like, if you do heroin, you do meth. It's kind of a thing. Just around. Uh, some of the people that sell heroin do meth. Meth heads are a little different, though. Heroin, kind of like for me, I would just like listen to conservative talk radio and do heroin. I'm not conservative. I just think it's so much more fun than liberal talk radio. Like NPR is like today, the history of the ladder. And it's like, this is so fucking boring. And then you turn on Sean Handy and he just screams about freedom. Okay. Um, just more fun. But meth is a little different. Meth is like you drive around and you find like broken washing machines and you go, I could probably fix that. You know, and that's. And like worst case scenario, a uh, new lawn ornament. You know, it's really mess interesting. And the guy I used to buy, used to buy heroin from a guy named E. E was about six foot seven, like 350 pounds. You guys can see me, right? I'm the opposite of that. And uh, E did this thing one time where what we do for fun is E went into his closet one time and he picks up this like duffel bag and he hands it to me. He's like, pick that up. How heavy is that? You know, I pick it up. It's like a literally like 80 pounds. I'm like, Jesus, man, what's in that bag, you know? And you're thinking the worst, like meth head. You're thinking the worst. I'm like, what's in the bag? And he just goes, uh, flashlights. And literally, he had like hundreds of flashlights. To this day, I don't really know like meth head's like fascination with flashlights. But what we would do for fun is he would turn on like a dozen flashlights, put them on the edge of his bed, and then he would just make weird hand puppets and just stare at me and be like, what do you think that one is, you know? And I would go, uh, dog. I don't give a fuck, you know? Like, then every now and then, E would, like, catch his own reflection in the window, right? Because it's, like, pitch black. There's 11 flashlights on. So he would, like, see his reflection in the window, and then uh, he would think there was, like, someone outside. But he was just seeing himself in the window, right? And then E would be like, you go check it out. And I was like, me? You know, you're six foot five, like 350. You're usually the problem. You go check it out. You know, I'm going to sit right here. Okay. Cool, cool. Let's see what else. I, uh, oh yeah, I got a minute. Um, 
Uh, I'm Jewish but uncircumcised because my dad was like, where else is he going to put his schmegma? That's gross, but that's why I have it. And uh, it's only got me in trouble one time. I, uh, I was at a bar and a girl came up to me and she was like, Jewish? And I lied. I was like, yeah, you know. And uh, so then we go back to her hotel room and, uh, you know, I, being uncircumcised like in America, like women look at my dick and they're like, ah, it's kind of weird. It's different, whatever. This Jewish girl was like gripping it and looking at it a way that was like, God doesn't like this. And that was a different look. Okay, thank you guys so much. David Samuel, <laughs> everyone. <clears throat> Those meth tales are scintillating. Uh, all right, uh, your next comedian, I just realized uh, she's wearing the same pants as me. We have the same pants on today. Did you get them at Target? They were on sale for $9.98. I saw that they were clearance. Did we get them on the same day? Did you pay full price? I never buy things. I'm, I think it's fun that we're, wearing, that we we're wearing the same outfit. Put your hands together, everybody, for Emily Tao. Yay! Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Um, <laughs> I, uh, well, I mean, starting on, starting on the outfit, I mean, I, I woke up. You know the, the days you wake up and you're like, I uh, guess we're going with basic bitch today. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I mean, the money in comedy is really, really good. It's really good. But um, I'm an auditor. I moonlight as an auditor because um, I just love it. I just love it. I love looking at numbers in other people's bank accounts that aren't numbers in my bank accounts. And I, um, uh, you know, it's really easy making friends at the office when you're auditing them. It's really, you know, it's really easy making friends in general when you're an, for an auditor. Hence, that's why I do comedy to pay the bills. Um, but I, um, I, uh, when I was 24, um, I managed a billion dollar acquisition, um, this tiny bank called, uh, Wells Fargo. Um, I was working at this bank in Jackson Hole, Wyoming that was purchased by Wells Fargo and I was the executive assistant to the, um, to the, uh, team of the holding company. And I ended up having to do these reports, um, these, uh, anti-terrorist reports. I had to, I had to study all these people's bank accounts. They had to, you know, explain why they have so much money in this tiny town in Wyoming. And, um, and, you know, just to prove that these people aren't terrorists, you know, and it was kind of awkward for, you know, the bankers that I worked for who had known these people their whole lives. You're like, well, how did they make the money? And I got like, no idea. Um, and so, and the thing is, is in, in these reports, you couldn't, you couldn't, um, you couldn't just say the wealth was inherited. You know, we had to, we had to go, I had to Google and figure out what grandpa did and why those assholes still have all that money, you know? And, you know, the thing is about, the thing is about um, these, you know, so I had to repair, it took like nine months. I had to study these bank, people's bank accounts for a long time. And, um, and it's interesting, you know, they, they, uh, they, I had to do all the, to prove that these people weren't, weren't terrorists. And they're like, well, uh, what about the 24-year-old you're paying to sit at this computer for 16 hours a day for about 30 grand a year? <laughs> Maybe she wants to be a terrorist. I don't know. Terrorism sounds like a better option um, <laughs> after li living in this country for so long. Um, uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, as, a, as, as comedians, you feel like we are a sp sp very specific type of whore. You know, it's an intention whore. And, you know, so growing up when they're like, oh, it's a person of interest. I'm like, oh, person of interest. That sounds fun. Which she'd... Can we do that? She join the join the other side. I don't know. Maybe they have maybe they have some maybe they have a few points about the banking industry. I don't know. I only worked in the I only worked for the devil for so long. Um, I am. Um, it's actually been a. It's actually um, surprisingly going to be a, a. It was a great day. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> it's the first great day I've had in a long time. We got some 
Got, thank you, thank you. Like, ha I got, so, got some breathing room today with some deals. You know, the day that, like, when you're not fully, you're not full-time employed, you're, like, plunging out for yourself, doing consulting, and shit doesn't work out, and then all of a sudden it does. That was today. <laughs> so thank you, thank you. I'm very happy, very happy to be, uh, be here at Mutiny Radio, um, enjoying, enjoying, uh, you know, the, uh, the real work, you know, doing, doing the, doing the, the, the Jesus's Jesus, you know, doing Jesus's work here. <laughs> thank you all for doing Jesus's work as well. You know, comedians. Yep. <laughs> That's my time. Thank you. Emily Tao. A couple comedians left. I'm excited. Uh, we've got a rock block of Jasons. Put your hands together for Jason King. Yay! Strange, ominous music. It's just Prince. It's just <laughs> it's, random. I'm sorry. I didn't. What kind of music here. is this, Pam? It's the Prince album. I just keep it on rolling around. So it's, it's always really... very. Who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, that's a wild guy. All right, guys, make it loud for yourselves. Yeah. All right. Let's see what I want to talk about. All right, we got a couple of new things. I um, I recently learned that uh, English people use the term wet to describe something that is lackluster or inadequate. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like all the interactions between Englishmen and American women are pretty weird. <laughs> you know, the sexual interactions rather. Yeah. <laughs> the women are like, oh, I'm so, my pussy's so wet. The English dude's like. Well, I'm no longer hard. <laughs> it makes you wonder what their opinions are of Cardi B's pussy, you know? They're just in England watching the WAP video like, this woman is rather proud of her horrid vagina. <laughs> Not only is it wet, it's also ass. <laughs> You know, like in some countries, like musicians will have to like change the music to like fit the language of the country. I feel like if Cardi B goes to the UK, she has to change the song to Moist Bloody Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be in the UK like, oh, you like that Moist Bloody Pussy? <laughs> so fucking stupid. All right. I enjoy that. Um, let's see. A lot of rappers are coming out with uh, sex tapes as of late. Yeah, I just I want to see P Diddy's sex tape. Oh, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, because a girl will be in the bed like, oh, P Diddy, and he'll be like, call me Puff Daddy. <laughs> and she's like, oh, Puff Daddy. He's like, oh, Puffy's better. <laughs> <laughs> like supposed to separate human beings is our like capacity for higher level thinking but like i feel like all that higher level thinking is rendered pointless because the instinctual brain is still there right like we're like oh like animals are important for the ecosystem <coughs> sorry popcorn i ruined the delivery <laughs> but like we'll be like oh animals are important for the ecosystem and we have to Preserve the ecosystem by making sure that none of the animals go, oh, spider! <laughs> <You know? laughs> Alright. Not well written. Um, let's see. What else to do? I, um, 
A lot of people say that comedy comes from trauma. Yeah, but I was funny before I got raped. Yeah. I uh, So there was actually a woman who tried to buy that joke from me recently. I don't know. She got raped, guys. Come on. Um, but she was like, she's like, I've been trying to talk about it for a while. But I haven't been able to, you know, actually get it out there. And I was like, wow, I feel real validated right now. And she's like, why? I was like, because being raped didn't make you funnier either. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it did happen. People usually don't believe me. And, uh, you know, which is annoying, but there are other people who have, like, less believable stories, you know? Like, there was a woman who recently came out and said she got assaulted by a man named Dirty Dom. Yeah. Saying you got sexually assaulted by a man named Dirty Dom is like saying you got robbed by identity theft Ian. (laughs) 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 All right, guys, my time. Peace out. Yay! Jason King. Sorry, I was getting confused there. Um, Sorry, we have, like, Two comics left, and if people are willing to, when we're done, um, we, we're, a, we're a polling place tomorrow, and so I have to take all the chairs and stack them behind here, and I have to take the stage and hide it there, and if I have to do it alone, it's going to take me a long time, and it'll be really difficult, but if a couple of people are willing to like be awesome, that'll be so helpful at the end of tonight, and you've all been so wonderful staying the whole time, especially these guys from Vegas. Clap it up for yourselves. Vegas guys, Yay! Um, and you don't, I mean, you don't have to stay, but these, some of these guys should. Um, and your next comedian, put your hands together for Jason Cruz. Yay. Oh, we're doing two Jasons in a row. Very cool. Very cool. There was two mass shootings recently, back to back. We saw that. You know what that means, guys. The pandemic's over. Very good, dude. Those those were such preventable shootings, you know. If there was just like one armed guard at the door asking for vax cards, none of this would have happened <laughs> at all. It would have been fine. Trying out a new brand of condoms right now. I'm, I'm doing magnums, guys. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, not because I have a big dick, just because I have arthritis, you know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine up until I get to the balls. I get real shaky when I try and put it over those. This is <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're past the hard part of this now. No, we're not. It gets worse. Uh one of my best friends killed himself. He committed suicide. It was very tragic. It happened a year ago last month. So on that day, I decided to do all the things he liked to do to honor him, you know? I woke up in the morning, I had his favorite brand of ramen noodles for breakfast. Then I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast for three hours while I browsed Reddit, capped the day off with some chicken tenders and some Minecraft, and man, by the end of that day, I wanted to kill myself too. (laughs) Oh, I hate you guys. That... (laughs) Oh, man, what else has been going on with me? I uh, Oh, I got gonorrhea recently. That happened. Tested positive, tested positive. Here's what they don't tell you about STDs, man, is as long as it's not AIDS, 
your father will be proud of you a little if you tell him. <laughs> you know? Like, he'll, it'll come up with his coworkers. He'll be like, ah, oh, Stefan went to Stanford? That's great. My son got into some pussy raw, so what? <laughs> no, AIDS is the only one, you know? If I told my dad that I had AIDS, it would, it would upset him a lot, you know? It would upset him a lot because, uh, you know, he, he doesn't want a gay son. So I'm going to cut that part of the joke. That's, I don't know why that doesn't go over well. I'm not the homophobic one. My dad is, and he's also misinformed about how AIDS spreads. Maybe it's just not a good punchline. Is it, is it that? Is it that, Ian? Okay. Thank you for your honesty. I was starting a show. You're not booked on it anymore. <laughs> That's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I had to try out today. So, that's that. Jason Cruz, everyone! Okay, oh wait, just, I have one new joke. Just wait for me, just one new joke. I promise, I wrote one joke today. Okay, clap for me. I was so proud of myself because I wrote a joke this morning and I don't usually do that. And especially when I'm in a good mood. I don't know, usually I, I like out of pain or terror or something, you know. And I was like, fuck, uh, my life is going so great right now. All I have to do is not die. Um, so I'm gonna take some extra precautions at crosswalks. I've been drinking less and I'm planning on staying away from notorious gang areas and schools. Good, that's my first new joke. And then I was thinking about, um, I'm removing choking hazards from my house. Um, Legos, very small pretzels, 26-year-olds. Uh, <laughs> 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 Could you imagine suffocating in jizz? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> she died doing what she loved. <laughs> Watching Stairway to Heaven. No, uh, okay, that's all, I, that's all I wrote today. Thank you all for staying. No one else is here. No one else is here, so I guess that's it. Um, thanks, everybody. Um, yay. Unless anyone wants to do one more joke, because we have a second, and then we'll stack the chairs or whatever, and, unless we were like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Stack the chairs.
Yeah, that's the Rolling Stones from their, uh, I don't know. I say their last great record. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, that's me. And this is Bug House Square. It's Meeting Radio. It's a radio station. It's a performance space located on the corner of 21st in Florida in the beautiful Mission, where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. And it's um, it's a sunny morning. Yeah, I'm here if you're listening live. Uh, sorry for uh, interjecting myself into whatever was going, but, you know, usually it's just like the night playlist or something like that. That's rolling when there's nobody in here. So I'm in here uh, kind of pre-recording. So uh, I know you all like to call in and everything, but you got to refrain on this one because... Uh, <laughs> Well, I don't know. Uh, I'll answer the phone, I guess. I don't know. I'm not sure how that works um, in the future and past-wise. Uh, uh, it may. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Mutiny Radio, the door's open. It's open now. It's a little chill. There's a chill in the air, but it is uh, It is the 31st of December. So uh, my, uh, uh, um, you know, I'm feeling you, uh, people. I know there's a big-ass storm moving across the country. So uh, for those of you who are buried under snow and sleet, and uh, I miss that. I, I, I miss that for a little bit. I do, you know. I mean, when you, when you hear, I mean, I grew up with uh, snowstorms and the like. And there's nothing, uh, there's nothing like the great equalizer uh, of the snowstorm when everything just gets shut down and, and people just go into survival mode and, um, tends to bring out the best in folk, I think. Um, yeah. So, um, kind of cutting it set a little early to get, uh, to some contributors. Cause we got a, there's a bunch, not going to get to them all of this, this year. And, um, yeah, there's so many, I forget of the highlights, but there's a few that I can remember that we'll try to get to hopefully if everything's working. Um, let me go over this last set though, before I do anything. So before that was, um, that was Neil Young from the Hawks and Doves, uh, coming apart at every nail. Ain't that the truth? Before that, Lightning Hopkins, mean old Frisco. Before that, Led Zeppelin from one of their records, uh, going to California. Uh, Bob Dylan, Blood on the Tracks, Tangled Up in Blue. Bruce Springsteen, greetings from As, As, Asbury Park, New Jersey, uh, uh, Spirits in the Night. He had uh, John Coltrane off the Giant Steps record, Naima, uh, War, All Day Music, title track from that one. And we opened up with David Bowie, uh, Watch That Man, from uh, the Side One Cut One Man, Aladdin Sane. Um, yeah, so a segment we do... Um, in uh, this show, it's called Rives from the Basement because it's no lie. In the basement, we're miles apart. No surprise, going to rise from the basement. What it is, tone recordists. Any style, any genre. Just has to be recorded where you live, where you exist. Um, most of the time, could be on any sort of uh, uh, fidelity, you know, quality, whatever, on any kind of device. Uh, whatever you got. You know, um, sometimes, uh, you know, nothing can stop a great song. So um, that's what we're always looking for. Um, so I'm going to go back. Let me, I done talked my uh, device out. Shh, it's a secret code. Don't look. 
All right, we're back. This is Paul M. Kohler, K-O-L-L-A-R. If you dig this, look for it on SoundCloud, Paul M. Kohler. And he's out of, hold on, I think it says here somewhere like North Carolina, Garner, North Carolina. Uh, I can't remember where that's near. This song is called, because he's got a bunch here that are, I'm going to go for the newest one. This is Insanity. By Paul M. Kohler, we're turning that up. I'm touching this. Hopefully everything's working today. Pause button. The dots in linear fashion are are moving. Uh, it's a good sign. It means that. It's, uh, here we go.
Dion, um, uh, the wanderer, uh, the great Dion, man. That's uh, that dude. Um, he's still around. He's just like a uh, man. He's got some good stories. Uh, a raccoon tour, maybe even. Uh, going back to the basement. This is uh, Kaiti Botula, K E I T I B O T U L A. If you dig this, the song's called Digital Sand. Hold on, I'm gonna. See where uh, uh, where is she from? Vermont. Um, yeah, Vermont. I, I can't I, I can't get any more specific than Vermont. A song's called Digital Sand. <laughs> Hold on, I've touched it. The pause button comes. The dots are going. Always a good sign. Uh, yeah, you know it. Just here we go.
Street 